Now is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? So, guys, as many Californians are planning to hit the road for summer vacations, Cheese It is inviting travelers to visit its unique rest stop experience in Joshua Tree. Located at a famous gas station and souvenir shop along 29 Palms Highway, mm-hmm. the location is being tabbed as the biggest, cheesiest roadside attraction to ever grace America's beloved highways and byways. The rest stop includes a gift shop complete with the cheesy mementos, collectibles, exclusive merchandise, and a variety of Cheez-It flavors from the most beloved to the hard to find. For this week only, through this Sunday, June 11th, those who visit the location can even fuel up with a world first and only Cheez-It pump designed to pump Cheez-It bags into a vehicle, which sounds pretty awesome. So yeah. Check it out. You're going to be around Joshua Tree. Go get yourself some free Cheez-Its. Yo, what are you guys yeah. doing this weekend? I'm going to be out on Joshua Tree. I'm getting some Cheez-Its. Yeah, I prefer a, a good nip. Well, you've Same. told us you're a nip guy. Yeah. You know? So, um, Joshua Tree is just too dusty for me, man. Yeah? You sneeze a lot? It's just that, that's why I don't, Coachella, all that stuff. Like, I mean, you know, like I need to be in a pool, near a pool if I'm going to be out in the desert. Well, I, I have been, like, jonesing out so hard for sun for, like, the last, I it's don't know. It's now like, really nice this afternoon. It was very cloudy most of the day. Yeah, yeah all of a sudden, it's, it's turned really nice. We get off the air. I'm going to listen to the game and go out for a run, because I think today's, like, National Runner's Day or something, so I'm going to try and pretend. Is it National Runner's Day? I, maybe it is. I just made that up. No, oh, it I? is. Not just a wacky radio stunt. What is today? National Global Run- Running Day. Yeah. Yes. Global Running Day. So I'm yeah. going to get out and run a little bit while listening to this game. Yeah, but uh, I'm jonesing out for the sun, George. I think I got to head east. Yeah, you know, I got to go in 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 the east about two hours. Get to the desert. Okay, you do sun. your thing, bro. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for that. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. All right, a couple of things real quick because uh, mm-hmm. I want to make sure we get to our guest on time, mm-hmm. and we have to turn it over to the game too. By the way, mm-hmm. by the way, um, Lynn's in the. Uh, I, I like the uh, little emojis you have for the uh, the teams, except you have the Mavs versus the Nuggets here. Oh man, I'm a dummy. <laughs> so there's that. It's because but, I was like I was doing something related to the Mavs. Dang. Wow, it's Mavs good. and Nuggets tonight, huh? Good game. Now I have to put the like the right emoji. Hang on. All it's right. okay. It's all right. it's um, but I did like the, the Mavs emoji. I had a little pony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I'll just replace it with a little fire, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, Chris Paul. So if yeah. you're just tuning in, there was a lot of chatter because Chris Haynes had a story that Chris Paul's getting waved. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, is Chris Paul going to be a Laker? Oh my God, is Chris Paul going to be a Clipper? Oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh my God, Chris Paul! That's what happened. Couple hours ago, did you also hear it that way, Cappy? Uh, <laughs> not exactly like that, but that was an excellent interpretation of how it was heard around the world. Because I'm telling you, man, the way that this guy Chris Haynes reports this stuff, it's like such public relations. Uh, Chris Paul intends to play in the NBA and bring his value to some other franchise for at least the next three years. Comma sources say. I mean, it's just listen. Just look back at Chris Paul's career. This guy's played for a lot of teams, man. He's played for New Orleans, the Clippers, Houston, spent a little bit of time in Oklahoma City, Phoenix. It's no big deal if he goes and plays for somebody else. It's To me, George, I get what a big star he is. I get how, how many years he's been in the league. But the way you just described it of all this Chris Paul mania, I, I guess I didn't quite hear it that way. 
Yeah, um, he he's a huge star, um, and he's played for a number of teams. But most guys play for a lot of teams in in the sport now. You know what I mean? Like Shaq ended up playing for like five teams or six teams. So in fact, there's probably there's probably Cleveland a team that, that Shaq played for. He did play for the Cavs for right. a minute. Yeah, I was gonna say there was probably a team that Shaq played for that I couldn't even tell you who he played for. Like okay, I good. Come up, like Orlando. Yeah, the Lakers. Correct. Miami, mm-hmm. the Suns. Mm-hmm. And I and you just said Cleveland, Lindsay, and yep. I cannot see Shaquille O'Neal in a Cleveland uniform. Oh, I can't no. even p- picture yep. it. He was there Big 2009. Was there. Yep. yep. After Any, Phoenix. Where else? Oh, yeah, there's one more. Okay, I don't have that one either. Boston. Oh, no. No way. He played for the Celtics Come the year on. LeBron the year LeBron left Cleveland to Miami, he played with the Celtics. Stop it. Don't Come on. You're, you're messing And then with got me hurt now. and then retired. You're messing with me. Shaquille O'Neal with the Celtics. Number 36. Now, I don't know if I buy that. I mean, you don't buy it? I was there. I saw him play in his first game as a Celtic. Well, you see, that's my point, is I don't remember that. You know? So so here's the thing. Chris Paul might go on to play for somebody else next year other than Phoenix, and he might go on to play for somebody else after that. And when Chris Paul's career is done, you're going to go, yeah, Clippers, Phoenix. I mean, that's what you're going to remember. So, like, to, to cut a guy or to, according to the reports, to release a guy, to waive a guy who's been with your team for three years, you haven't won a championship. You got a new coach. You got a new star. I just, I just didn't find it to be as mayhem-like as you did. I heard it a little differently. Because you're not a basketball person. Um, I resent that comment. I do. I mean, I, just I because that. you think Rob Palinka listens to the show for 45 minutes doesn't make you a basketball person. Um, again, again, you know, George, uh, I, think I've, I think I'm deeply embedded into the game. <laughs> on multiple levels, yeah. That like you're you're watching it in bed, <laughs> deeply, <laughs> deeply embedded. Yeah, underneath several blankets. Correct. And your dog game canoodling with you, <laughs> right. watching basketball. Exactly, a basketball uh, so, guy. So anyway, um, Chris Paul, then Woj and Shams reported that hold your horses. The Suns have not done anything. They're all weighing their options and figuring, trying to figure this thing out. So he can be waived, and he can be re-signed by the Suns if he's not stretched, if they don't stretch his contract. That was told to me um, by our guy Bobby Marks. And if anybody wants to learn more about what stretching a contract is, um, hit me up on Twitter. I'm happy to sit down with you individually and explain it, and yeah. explain it to you. No yeah. problem. I don't want to waste all this air time doing it. Yeah. But if you want an individual lesson on what stretching contracts in the NBA is all about, hit me up on Twitter. We'll have a conversation tonight during the game. We'll talk on the phone. Cappy can be your Eric Pincus, basically, your Bobby Marks. Right. I, all I, right. I've been taught like a five-year-old earlier today. Yeah. Uh, all right. So tonight's game, the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. Game mm-hmm. three, the series now shifts to Miami. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the line is in tonight's game, Cappy? I think I've seen that Denver was favored by two or three. What, what is it at right now? Minus three and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, I love the Action Network app. I go on this app all the time to look at the gambling stuff. So right now, um, 68% of the bets are on Denver and 86% of the money. Okay. Now, at one point, it was like 70% of the bets and like 90 something percent of the money. So that it, it shrunk a little bit. And generally speaking, I don't know about you, but I think that when there's a lot of money on one side, 
I like to fade the crowd, okay? Now, the good thing about this app, the Action Network app that I have, it tells you what the sharps are doing, okay? They have what they call sharp action, okay? I'm going to try and follow you. I'm going into this app right now. Yeah, but you have to have, like, the subscription to see the stuff. Wait, I'm you seeing. mean, like, where you have to pay for it? Yes. Oh, forget it. I'll put so my you phone down. definitely don't have yeah, that. Yeah, put my right. phone down. So they have the sharp action, okay? And they, they have, like, what they call steam moves, which is, like, you know, how much big money is being laid on one side or the other. Do you know how many steam moves there are on Denver, despite being a three-and-a-half-point favorite? And just know, I thought a steam move was a different action prior to your definition just moments ago. Yeah. So, no, the answer is I don't know. Tell me. That would be zero. Do you know how many there are in Miami tonight? How many? Fifteen. Fifteen steam moves. Yes. So somebody's lot, stomach doesn't feel good. So a strong yes. So a strong so strong sharp action tonight mm-hmm. on Miami. So mm-hmm. if you're one of those people that likes to fade the crowd, then you take Miami plus the three and a half. And when you see that the smart betters are betting Miami, it it I am curious to see if that's you when that happens, when those two trends happen together, usually it means that the underdog in that scenario, which is Miami or the team that the Sharps are betting on, is going to either definitely cover, um, but potentially even win. Now, I wouldn't I, do this if I were you guys tonight, George. I would not bet on Miami tonight. I, and here's why. Because I've, I think Miami's going to win this game. I figure you go home, you sleep in your own bed, you drive your own car, you go into your own locker room, you've got your own fans. I figure if you're going to win one of these two games, Miami's going to win this game tonight. But after everything you just said with all these sharps and all these steamers and all these other guys that are on this side, now I don't like my own pick. Okay. Well, I mean, generally that stuff leads to taking Miami in this scenario, but it could be wrong occasionally. I mean, it's not a perfect science by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Basically, if you're a great gambler, all you got to do is win like 56% or something like that. Yeah, but I've been saying Miami this whole time, and after everything you just said that all those You did? I thought you said that Denver would win yesterday. No, no, this game. This game tonight. Miami. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I picked Denver to win in five, and then because they're not going to win in five, I figure it's at least six now, and I figure Miami wins this game tonight. But just as much as I liked my pick because I thought I was kind of going against the grain, now I hate my pick. Okay, cool. So you're going against your pick now? Now I'm going against my original pick. So you're going Denver? Correct. Minus the three and a half. Okay. Uh, Rory McIlroy also apparently hates himself. Maybe not himself per se, but but at least the PGA. Let me hear from Rory from earlier today. It's the live that he hates. Yeah. Yeah. I still hit live. Hit, like I hit live. live. I said hit. it to Jay yesterday. You've galvanized everyone against something, and that thing that you galvanized everyone against, you've now partnered with. It is hypocritical. It sounds hypocritical. Um, the one thing I would say is, again, whether you like it or not, the PIF and the Saudis want to spend money in the game of golf. They want to do this, and they weren't going to stop. So the thing for me, and this is one thing that I've always thought about, how can we get that money into the game but use it the right way? And I think that's what this ultimately will do, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my hope. George, yeah. you hear it, but I'm telling you right now, you got to see it. At the end of his statement... Rory McIlroy rolls his eyes. He rolls his eyes. When he well, talks Jay about, Monahan's going to get fired, I think. Well, all I know is this, is that Rory said it very, very well. It is hypocritical. You galvanized us against one thing, and now you partnered with us and, and didn't even tell us. And by the way, somebody asked him after that, yo, so uh, you didn't get all the big money. Do you think you should now? And he's like, yes, I do. 
I think they should pay me. So, I mean, there's got to be some consequence to this whole thing. Yeah. I'm curious to see what that ends up being. But first, speaking of consequences, oh, man, no better consequences than you and me eventually. You know, when we got to go on remote, if there's one place we love going, there are good consequences to go to Yamaba. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. No worries, Lindsay. I got this because we got to get to our guests. We only have a few minutes here. One of the biggest sports stories in the world today is that Lionel Messi is coming to MLS. No one better to talk to than LA Zone, Hercules Gomez, Team USA, MLS, uh, Liga MX, and, of course, ESPN soccer analyst and friend of mine. And now that means you're going to be a friend of Cappy's here, uh, Hercules. So thank you for joining us, buddy. Hang on, Zadano. We're still getting him. Oh, you're still getting him. So I just did that. It's a really good setup, though. I know. I'm sorry really, about that. Really good yeah, setup. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. No, I'm sorry. I was calling so not only the phone do, Hold on. No, 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 no. I don't do this that often, but not only did we not have the right uh, rejoin to come back to, but now the guest isn't even there after I introduced him. What are you guys, Cappy's? I mean, I expect that from Cappy here. But you guys, I expect more. Wow. See, for me, I would expect perfection. I'm a perfectionist. No, on the contrary. I expect mm. imperfection every no, day from you. No, sir. No, sir. Now, Funches and Lindsay, I hold them to a higher level. Listen, no I, the first time I called, it cut out, and now it's just going right to voicemail. Well, if I were you, I'd hold them to my level. That's what Why I is that? Doing. Because I I'm should a, hold them to a much higher level. No, no, because I am the highest level. I am the 100. In fact, I'm the 110. Okay, you hold them to that one ten standard, George. You know you don't he say ready. Hey, you don't say hey, Cappy's a fifty. Yeah, is he ready? Ready to Great. go. Herc, thanks for joining us, buddy. Hercules Gomez, ESPN soccer analyst, Team USA, LA kid. Thank you for joining us, buddy. How are you? Um, I appreciate it, George. I'm doing well, man. Good, good to be with you guys. All right, I want you, um, because I I sure as hell don't have the depth to have this conversation, and my guy Cappy here doesn't have the depth to have this conversation. Disagree. So he clearly disagrees. <laughs> uh, but what does this mean for MLS soccer? It's a game changer. In the same breath that David Beckham was a game changer. To give you an idea of what MLS was before David Beckham, 2007 was a day that David Beckham, or the year that David Beckham uh, came to Major League Soccer. I played in Major League Soccer that year. There were 13 teams. The 30th team just got announced to San Diego less than a month ago. 
Uh, David Beckham changed the landscape of American soccer forever. Because of David Beckham, you see the designated players. You see the big money players in Major League Soccer. Now up that by a 1,000 with Leo Messi. David Beckham was one of the best players in his position in the world. Yeah, a very popular player, figure in pop culture in the world. Yes, but he doesn't hold a candle to what Messi is. With Messi, you're, you're bringing in to Major League Soccer the best player that's ever played the game in the world's most popular game in one of the oldest sports in the world who's six months out from winning a World Cup. Like at 35 years old, he's not, a, he's not done. He's a player who just lit up uh, Europe, uh, lit up the world in a World Cup with still a lot to offer. Um, but yes, is going to a league um, that is not at the same level of a Champions League, uh, of a uh, uh, La Liga, a Premier League, a Ligue 1 in France, but still with a lot to offer. And honestly, I mentioned how Beckham was a game changer, a parting of the waters. This is another watershed moment for Major League Soccer. No doubt. No, no doubt. But the thing is, it doesn't matter if he's in his prime. It doesn't matter if Major League Soccer is not one of those you know, upper echelon leagues from around the world. You're getting the most famous player on the planet to play in this league. The question is, does the average American sports fan who doesn't necessarily love soccer get turned on by this? And by the way, even if he doesn't, you've just said it, man. The expansion and the growth of this league is under a lot of people's radars. Yeah, I'll give you guys another little wrinkle to this. Is uh, Major League Soccer took a massive chance. I mean, after years and years of having uh, television networks like ESPN and Fox and, and through the NA, you know, Univision as television partners, they ventured out and they took a chance on Apple. And Apple took a chance on Major League Soccer. It's a $2 billion deal over 10 years. But Major League Soccer would have to pay for the production. You guys know what this production thing is like. That's going to eat up at least half of that money. Um, and a league that doesn't have the visibility of the NFL, the NBA, very much still a growing sport, a growing league, I should say, the sport, not mm-hmm. so much growing, but the league. Mm-hmm. So it's dependent on these views. Well, we don't know what the numbers are like. Those numbers aren't disclosed, but it's very much in this necessity stage that it needs to be successful to survive, not survive in the sense that it's going to go away, but survive in the sense that it wants to be relevant in the way it wants to be relevant with millennials uh, to, to, to fight the NBA, to fight the NFL for a chunk of, of this market here in the States. This is going to do that. This is why Major League Soccer and Apple were willing to part with shares of the MLS season pass to Messi. He will make money off of Apple. Not only that, Adidas, who's a partner of Messi and a partner of Major League Soccer, who's going to have all 30 of their teams, says, you know what, we will pony up some cash as well, and we'll give you the David Beckham treatment. We're going to give you future ownership in an MLS franchise. What we don't know is which MLS franchise and how, but these are all important factors to bring him here because he's that valuable. Yeah, it's great. It's an amazing story. It really is. By the way, if I were him, I guess he wouldn't have to really worry about it. But they said the same thing to my boy Landon Donovan, too, you know, and then they took that back from him. But that's a whole different <laughs> conversation for a different day. I'm still bitter about that. You understand what I'm saying? I do. I know Landon, I know Landon very well. And it's funny because Landon was there for the David Beckham years. It's, and there were, you guys could do your own due diligence with that, but there were some great stories out of those Beckham years. And if they're. If Messi's stories are half as entertaining, uh, everybody here is going to win on the field and off. Hmm. All right. All right, so, Herc, let me ask you this. There was chatter about 
Saudi Arabia, a billion dollars or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Not that we know the numbers, but you, I mean, just your best guess at what these numbers could look like for him in totality here with this deal. I have to say, George, I, I'll go back to what I said about the future ownership stake, and I, well, I'll give you an example of David Beckham when he came in in 2007. The total market value deal for him was 250 spread over five years, uh, 50 million a year in 2007, mind you. Okay, right, right. and with that, uh, the opportunity to purchase a major league soccer team for 25 million, he took that opportunity, purchased Inter Miami for 25 million. Inter Miami, before this Leo Messi deal went down, was valued at over seven hundred million dollars. Right. So you could see the growth there for for his twenty five million. That's going to go up a hell of a lot now that Messi's here, uh, and so will the rest of the Major League Soccer franchises. So this is you guys know how professional sports is, uh, the evaluations, everything that could be entailed. I, I think the billion dollars or so that's being talked about with Saudi Arabia, that's immediate cash flow. That's immediate liquid. I think this blows that out of the water when we're talking future uh, ownership stake, when we're talking uh, shares of Apple, when we're talking Adidas merchandising. I, I think this is a unprecedented deal uh, in professional sports. Uh, before everybody was talking, or I should say when everybody started talking about Pat Mahomes and the half-billion-dollar man all this other stuff, Messi was already clearing that in La Liga with Barcelona. So keep in mind, he was, he's already been there, done that. He's doing it again. Yeah, but so, real quick, sorry, George, we got to, I know we're going to hustle up here, but did I hear that he's going to make $75 million in salary? That remains to be seen. MLS is very creative in the way they structure their salary, and they had to be – I mentioned the Apple. I mentioned Adidas. I mentioned future ownership stakes. David Beckham was the same. He would get money from Adidas. He would get money from merchandise. And so there are, way, there are ways to bend that salary and manipulate it, if you will, I think he's going to clear that easily, guys. I, I really do. I think this is unprecedented. He's done it already. Um, this is uh, the long play for him. It's, it's a life project. Not that he needs the money, um, but he had his he had his pick of the litter. He could do anything he wanted to do. He really wanted to go back to Barcelona and La Liga. It would have been a very romantic way of him closing that cycle after winning a World Cup. He's already done every, anything he could do. This is like if Michael Jordan – you know, before he retired the first time, said, you know, before I retired, I want to go play in Spain. You know, this is what it would be like. This is what we're witnessing right now. So let me ask you this two-part question. I have about a minute. That's all I've got. So um, how is the rest of the world viewing this? And number two, how does this affect other players of his stature coming to MLS? I'll start with number two. It'll be a domino effect in the same way that David Beckham was a domino effect to set up a chain reaction. And you got the slots onto the world. You got the Chicharito Hernandez of the world. You got the, you know, all these different players, uh, Andrea Pirlo coming to Major League Soccer to experience it. It's going to be a domino effect. Uh, and, well, here we are. I'm talking to George Sedano, who I work with, and I've been trying to get him to go for lunch with me for like the last year, and he won't go to lunch. But all of a sudden, That's he's not true. on the show. <laughs> so, so i've had more phone Listen, calls and i've done you, more appearances every, every, today than hold I on hold on you've been telling me to go to lunch yet every time i run into you at the office you've got in and out burger at your desk okay <laughs> and i didn't hear Fair you enough. ask Fair me enough. if i wanted an in and out a double double okay animal style <laughs> fair enough fair enough sidebar i actually did have in and out today but yes fair enough <laughs> yeah uh well hercules thank you so much for the time brother appreciate thank it you, thanks again Anytime, guys. See ya. There he is. Hercules Gomez, ESPN soccer analyst, Team USA, LA kid. Um, did you learn anything there, Cappy? I did. Well, you know, it's interesting. The, the, his first uh, 
converse, the first thing he said, and he went off on the whole thing, it, it's, you know, you don't have to be a, a real soccer expert to kind of figure out the business side of what is going on here. Uh, I, I find it to be very exciting. I love it. I've, I've been watching the MLS grow since, like, the 1992 World Cup. It, like you said, George, under the radar how they've gone from, like he said, 12 teams up to 30 now. Will you pay the 13 bucks a month during the season? Just to see Messi or just to have, like, to see all soccer? The MLS thing to see Messi, yes. Mm, probably not. Yeah, that's what I guessed. Uh, great job, Cappy. Not bad. Excellent not bad work, Lindsay and, uh, and Funchy in for Laura. We will talk to you mañana. NBA Finals Game 3 is next.